Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank, at Ethos Pelicans. 250 episodes in the under the belt today. I tell you what, what a grind we have made. And to do that, I, I couldn't celebrate 250 shows by myself. So I've managed to wrangle, and he has graciously accepted, the great Devin Snow. Devin, how are you, mate? Welcome to the show. Uh, dude, I'm I'm doing great, Lau. Um, a pleasure to be a part of this monumental episode, bro. You know, we're going to look back on this when we're 70 years old, 75 years old, and we're going to be like, you know, I remember when we did that 250th episode in 2022. <laughs> like, Man, we're sitting there in like the year 3000, just like two heads in glasses, like <laughs> technology so yeah. far ahead. <laughs> yeah, we've extended lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we're like 150 years old. Could very then, well be. You know? Could be modern medicine yeah. and all that. Well, it's good. Oh, don't talk. <laughs> I feel like I'm dying right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, 10.30 and it was like, oh gosh, <laughs> is, this, is this life now? Uh, <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Um, if you don't know, well, you should because he's he's everywhere. He's the king of red beans and rice. Uh, Hold the Mayo is his show. Uh, can you let us know what's been, what's been happening on in yeah, HTM world with, with the red beans and rice and, and all the stuff that you got going on? Well, dude, so... Every Monday for the last 135 Mondays, you know, I've went 
eating red beans and rice uh, at a different place. I've ran a couple places twice just because they were so good and nobody remembered them. So I had to, you know, so I did a couple and I really emphasize a couple. But um, it, that's what I'm doing every Monday still. Um, Twitter, bro, you know, staying on Twitter, engaging with the community in New Orleans. Uh, and then now the community's a little further. It's all over, you know, sending shirts fucking as far as, as the UK, you know. Um, but anyway, I'm just dealing with that, enjoying that. Um, and then also just, you know, trying to do whatever I can with like my sponsors, you know, doing different creative skits and, you know, writing about my dad and shit. Just, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's all interesting, but I love it. You know, man, I, I tell you what, those skits and the videos and like, yeah, your dad videos, everything. It, they just, <laughs> they honestly, I sit there and I just cackle. They are, they are absolutely iconic. And uh, what you do is just, it, it honestly is excellent. I, I think it is so funny. And, uh, the, the red beans and rice is you're all in staple. Um, what I love is that you go out to like local businesses, just like random businesses, hole in the wall places and just, you know, try their food basically and and uh i haven't seen any the way you've you've questioned uh the decision that always seems like a pretty good result um is that like a, a new orleans staple there it's an always a monday tradition yeah yeah so forever um the the old story is that you know you had to do long uh really it was women man you know women had to do laundry back in the day um on monday mornings and really over the whole weekend but uh, they made something quick on Monday mornings when I did the laundry and it was red beans. So it was readily available. Um, but, you know, it's always going to be a tradition. I just think that when I started it, it, you know, nobody was just talking about it. On the internet. It's just a niche, bro. Like for whatever reason, I loved red beans enough to make videos about them, you know? Um, and it, it really was because for so long they had been in my life, bro. You know, like even when I was a kid and I just didn't want any more, you know, I always had some lady trying to give me some more, you know, like some lady that's watching me, but like, you know, it's just always been a tradition. So, um, I just wanted to emphasize it on the internet, um, and, and just not let it really kind of just be a born Monday. Oh, honestly, you know? you've, you've definitely, uh, you've definitely given put it in the limelight, I suppose. And you know, the way that you, you <laughs> was the greatest tradition in the world, uh, respect your body. Uh, that is one of the funniest lines, like the greatest, uh, catchphrase. I think that I've heard, I just love it. Um, when you, you, it, it comes with age, it comes with age. So, you know, I just turned 30, well, just turned six months ago. I turned 30 in June and, uh, you know, I just started thinking about my health. I was like, you know, I'm doing a lot of bad things. You know, we need to start like cutting them down one by one. Well, I started trying to eat a little better and that's just what kind of naturally brought it. And then I realized on Mondays I'm eating whatever. So I'm eating like fried chicken. And so I'm just going to, you know, say it anyway. You see, I see a salad, respect your body, bro. You can't pass up your salad, bro. Like, cause come on, man, you got to respect your body. That That was the whole idea of it. Um, and yeah, dude, like I still smoke cigarettes and shit like that, but you know, one day that'll all be gone. I'm just trying to get to it, you know, one step at a time. Yeah, exactly. It's all we can do. Little steps at a, at a time. Positive changes is how I see it. Also turning 30 this year and, uh, um, yeah, things just don't seem to hit, uh, or to, to digest <laughs> quite as well. You know, yeah. your body just does not, does not process. 
<laughs> Dude, if I go get if I go get drunk one night, bro, I'm hurting for two days. <laughs> it's a two day experiment, and 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 I gotta I gotta deal with. It. I can't do that no more, bro. It's just um, if I'm gonna go get drunk, bro, it better be a monumental occasion. Yeah. No, I feel. It, it, I mean. Seriously, dude, Mardi Gras. I could probably tell you the next time I get drunk, Mardi Gras, um, or probably maybe Christmas. You know, who knows what happens around Christmas? So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, we're all immune for Christmas, but uh, <laughs> it. Um, I tell you what, I feel that. Um, I suppose this, yeah. given that this is a Pelicans podcast, we should probably talk about the Pels. Um, Utah mini series. That's what we're in at the moment. We're about we're a couple of hours away from another. Well, mid almost midnight game for you guys. For me, it's like a mid morning game. Um, we took them on a couple of days ago, uh, the Jazz, and they beat us pretty convincingly. I, I felt like we there was a few uh, questionable sort of um, effort plays and the like that really they just out hustled us. They were hitting shots, they chased us off the line. We shot woefully. Free throws were were bad and. Uh, you know, seven in a row, you have a game like that, ugh, leaves a bit of a bad taste in your mouth. What did you think of that first Utah game? Okay, the first Utah game, you could just tell that 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 was the first time realizing, hey, this Utah team full of a bunch of guys you've heard of in the NBA over the years that just didn't pan yeah. out are now on this team. Uh, this Utah team can really hoop, right? That's what you found out the first game, and they wound up winning. Okay, it was an overtime. It was a one-point game in overtime. Um, flat, fast forward to the game a couple nights ago, the second game, you could kind of tell, maybe even by like the second quarter, that the Pels were probably not going to win that game. Yeah, agree. Um, just you could, it was just giving off the vibe of it. it the, the energy wasn't there. Um, Lori Markerin, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. <laughs> that dude is like Darth Vader. To the pals, see, I mean, this this guy is a true nemesis, you know. Um, it, he he lights he lights the pals up, bro. I, I there's always a weird guy that lights the pals up. This is this is this this is taking the cape. Every every single time, there's someone I call it the ghost of Michael Jordan that just channels into some yeah. role player who just decides yeah. decides to become the best player yeah. of all time. And he's good though. Yeah, he is good. good. Don't get me yeah, wrong. He's, he's way better than a role yeah. like, but. But it's always a name. Yeah. It's just like, man, I, I didn't expect him to just, just be the, the guy that's eating us up, you know? Always. But it, he is. Always. Um, and, you know, guys like Jared Vanderbilt, who I've seen tweets through. The, him too. You know, um, the jazz faithful have been like, oh, you know, sometimes he lacks effort. And I was like, well, why does he have to jump at everything that we do? Um, <laughs> Dude, yeah. Gobbles offensive rebounds. Absolutely. I think he was like only missed one shot or two shots all night. Yeah. Oh, that was that was a run that that last game where he had like a really Hall of Fame run throughout that game, dude. It was nuts. Um, you know, when you have someone with that athleticism, it's so hard um, for guys like Jonas and, and Larry to keep competing yeah. every single time when they're used to being, you know, bigger, stronger, grabbing those rebounds and being able to reset. And all of a sudden, you got this young, yeah. sprightly, <laughs> springy guy jumping all over it. Gobbling those rebounds, it makes it really tricky. But you know, second, I, th- I think you on. learned in the first game. I think you learned in the first game that Jonas is kind of having a problem against this yeah, team. Great. Um, so I thought for sure the second game that he'd have Nance kind of ready. Um, 
it didn't really matter. Well, you know what I'm saying? I think they they do they just they took over in that second game, man. Oh, for sure, especially with the um, you know we got them in foul trouble. So like Kelly Olynyk barely played, uh, Laurie Markin and even right. a couple, and it was just this next man up, which we've been so um, yeah. you know vocal about our team. They just kept bringing guys out. They're like, oh, that's where that guy is, you know? And <laughs> they uh, yeah. they kept contributing. One of the, the bright sparks, I suppose, I saw for them was, you know, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Pell's, uh, former Pell's player. Uh, he gave us the business. Yep. He was chirping. He was, he was clapping his hands. Got a tech foul against Najee Marshall. Um, that's the thing. That's the thing about players from New Orleans basketball or football. You're gonna see them again in your face, yeah. and 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 it always happens. It never didn't happen. Anybody that the Pels or the Saints got rid of in my lifetime, if it was even like a somewhat decent name, which I would consider Nod definitely that. Like he was playing a bunch when he was a Pel. Um, they all you always see him again, and they always doing good. They never doing bad. Yeah, it's it's always the way, and it's never like I talked about it on the, the last podcast, which was before the that Utah game, and um, you know I said oh, I hope Nikhil has a great career, and I hope he has a great season, but I hope he doesn't do it against yeah. us. And I think I jinxed us because he decided to give us the business. He was chirping yeah. and carrying on, and um, you know there's a that video of Rudy Gay looking at him on the bench, and he's like, "Can you settle down? Like, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> too much." But, uh, One thing I'll say though, bro, Zion, man, even in even in losses that you know we really had no chance in, he still looks oh, just unstoppable, unbelievable. You know, if if you could play yeah. forty eight minutes, you know, you, you'd have a pretty, you give yourself a pretty good chance. You know, in the modern NBA, no one plays that, and you just it's just not feasible anymore. I'm just, I'm just so happy we have a player like that. That's, dude. Not a lot, you know, you consider maybe like a Giannis, one of those yeah. players. Uh, you consider like, who else? Jokic, obviously. Mm. Like, he's going to put up, and we got a guy yeah. that's going to go at him every night. And I think there's, yeah, like you I said, there's, there's like a handful of players. There's a handful of players in the whole NBA that you can say, you know that they're giving you 25 every game. Right. They're going to do it their way. They're not going to be forced to do anything yeah. they don't want to yeah. do. Um, you know, yeah. and they're going to win your games. And I think that has been a real bright spot, particularly with, you know, we talked about it off air, all the sort of carry on and narrative that was around Zion this time last year, for him to come out with a vengeance. You know what I mean? He's, he's oh, come out bro. and he says, you know, oh, I'm just doing it for me. And I'm sure he is. But there's got to be some bit in the tuck back in the back of your brain that says, just. Just don't believe me. He's just watch. Dude, <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude, he's coming out like he's coming out like Bruce Willis and Die Hard <laughs> right now, dude. This is this is this is this is crazy, bro. What's going on with Zion, dude? Let's really be honest with us. It's crazier than anybody would expect it, and we still knew to do. We still knew to do was a generational yeah. talent, but I still didn't expect him to come in because, bro, we've won a lot of these games like straight up because of Zion. Yeah. Well, we've seen him take over. There's, there was. What game was it? Uh, there was one where we were we were up the whole game, and then they fought all the way back. I don't remember who it was. And then he just put. That was, that was, uh, that was recent. Yeah, it was, it was a Detroit. Not like a week ago. Uh, yeah, and they came yeah. charging back, Maybe. and Zion just took over and was like, um, "No, it's over now. Like, what, yeah. why are we doing this? Like, it's time to go home." And you know, when you yeah. have a player that you can get the ball, you just give the ball to and say, "Just." Just go and win us this game. You know, there's not many players yeah. that, you, that you can do that with. Uh, so I think we're pretty fortunate to have it. him. 
Um, and dude, you know, I've been I've been a Hornets fan since you know since they came in 2000, 2003. and you know I remember every single player from then till now. And I'm telling you, bro, this dude that this dude Zion, nobody was as good as nobody, bro. Um, I know it's only been a short period of time, but nobody, bro. I don't care who you name, CP3, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis. At his best, did not look this X Men ish. Just completely unstoppable. Just, just, completely unstoppable. Yeah, man. Um, and yeah, like every game, it's like we saw in the beginning, and people were like, "Oh, they figured him out." He was having maybe like sixteen points. He had like an eight point game and things like that. But he'd also yeah. come from a year off, you know, with a team that he never played with. So well, for the most part, so you know, the the adjustment period's over and. Now we just get to enjoy this absolute man mountain, decimate teams night in, night out, um, and do it from, you know, the point guard position, from the power forward position, from the center. Like, we're seeing him at... He's just... Position is is Zion. (laughs) My favorite's point... My favorite's point Zion because, like, you know he's already cutting up in the game if he's playing point Zion. Oh, 100%. That means he's been cutting up. That means he's been cutting up prior... And now he's about to really cut up because he's just going to play point guard and Debo his way to the bucket. Honestly, when he's, uh, you know, when he gets the ball in his hand and he's sort of like just prowling, <laughs> prowling at the top of the three-point line and then sizes the point guard, whoever's decided that they, they want to get on a in a highlight video. Yeah. And he goes between yeah. between his legs and straight past him. Oh, like body and Kessler, Ed, uh, what's he, Kessler Walker in that, um, in that last game, it was like, you found, you, oh, yeah. you found yourself on an island, bro. Like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, dude. That that was that walk, and he's the tallest tallest dude on the squad. I'd imagine, yeah. dude's like seven four or something. He's massive, and like defensive player of the year in college. Swats everything. Yeah, Auburn just got bodied. <laughs> just got bodied. That dude, hey, that dude Walker Kessler was good at Auburn. I give it to him, bro. Oh, he really. I was. thought he had a good game, and honestly, I think he's one of those players that they did very well to get out of that Rudy Gobert. You know, debacle. No doubt. Yeah, um, to be able to get him as well, I thought was a, a really good, a good pickup, and they have put together a good side. But um, we've got to play them again because of this weird scheduling, and then we got the Suns again, which we might touch on. I'm scared. <laughs> um, you reckon? You think we can make adjustments, or you think they're going to body us again? I'm just scared, dude, because like they just shown who they are. So it's like I don't know, bro. It's like I guess it just. It, you know, if we can keep it like the first game mm. to where, you know, we kind of – it's not like the 10-point lead and stuff like that. Like, that can't happen right at the gate or nothing like that, bro. Like, they got to – somebody's going to come out hot. Zion got to come out hot. Mm. You know, be nice to see CJ getting a little rhythm early. Yeah. Don't even have to stay in it. CJ just get in it early. Yeah. You know? He ain't got to stay in it the whole game. He can go go back and pass and do whatever he's got to do. But just hit a couple early, keep them honest. Um, I don't think we're really keeping that team honest, bro. I think they just kind of like dealing with Zion, but they shooting way better than us. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And I think the big, um, that's definitely been one of the things that I think was an issue in both games was the three-point shooting. You know, I know they're very good yeah. at chasing you off the, the three-point line, but it makes it so much harder for our interior guys to get going. When they can all stand on the yeah. paint and we're just throwing bricks from the outside, I think that's got to be a, yeah, dude, a big emphasis. At, at, at one point, we were we were like, 
Six percent from three. I don't know where we finished, but we were like six percent from three. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jose Alvarado's out tonight, yeah. so it's gonna be a lot of Dyson. Yeah, um, who I love. Man, he's been playing well. Love, yeah, um, dude. He's he's different. I think. Like, I mean, I know I'm biased being Australian, but you see him come in and he's the intangibles. Like between the ears, he's just so clever. Like, no doubt. You just go, how did he do that? And what? How is he there? You know, he was just over here and. His defensive rotations have been... And he's 19. And, and then you think about how he's 19, and it's just like, it doesn't add up that, like, he's so wise um, with his abilities. Yeah. You know, he glides on the court, bro. And it is it is different. It's very different. It's a different style that I think throws people off, bro. And, and you, you love to see it because, you know, usually players like that are, are, wind up being pretty good in the league. Well, exactly. One that can do a bit of everything. You know, his jump shot looks all right. It's just... You know, continuing to work on that range. Um, I mean, I think the mechanics look alright. It's just about getting the getting the aim in now and then. He he, he hit like an awesome three, and then the next one will be like a meter and a half yeah. wide, and you're like, okay, well, you it, know, fifty percent. His three shows his age. Yeah. His three shows his age for sure. Yeah, but he he gets to the rim though. I love it. Yeah. Well, you you get a full preseason, like off season, off into him. Get him in the gym. You know. He's nineteen. You have you're gonna be having another growth spurt or two by the time you're what, twenty three, twenty four, he's probably growing another two or three inches, you know, put on a bit of muscle. What did he turn into? Yeah. You know, remember when Ben Simmons was like completely dominant but couldn't shoot? Well this is Ben Simmons but can shoot. <laughs> you know? Right. Like that's it's trying to think of somebody else that we could compare him to, you know, um, that he could wind up being. I don't know. I mean it just depends on his shot, I guess. Yeah, 100%. Because if you if you ain't got a good shot, you really kind of you put yourself at the at the, to compare to nobody other than like Ben Simmons, yeah. you know? Oh, got to yeah. have a good shot, man, especially as a guard, man. Oh, 100%. In this in this NBA, if you're not a threat from deep, it makes it so difficult yeah. um, you know, to be playable in some of those big moments. But what we're seeing is Willie Green putting trust in him. He's he's saying this no is doubt. this is the end of the game. And I need you to go and I need you to go and do things. 
You know, he rolled his ankle, um, what was that, uh, a couple of games ago against the Suns. Two games yeah. ago. And, you know, came back in. It looked like his ankle was done, and we've seen, you know, ankle after ankle with him so far in his early career. But for him to be tough enough to say, nah, I'll be all right, put me back in, I'll go down and, you know, guard Chris Paul, go and guard Mikhail Bridges and completely, you know, right. shut him down in that second half. Mikhail couldn't get Dude, in. He did. Didn't see him. Um, and... You know, I've been really impressed with what we've seen from Dyson. Um, might also see some Kyra Lewis minutes tonight. You know, we saw a Dude, little bit yeah. last game, but, you know, this could be an opportunity for him uh, to really try to, you know, get some minutes going forward. Great to see him back. Um, big year for him, you know, having a whole year off, getting that knee right. You know, he did that emotional video he's just put out about the comeback, which I thought was really good. What do you want to see from Kyra? Uh, to be honest with you, bro, like, up until now, I've never seen anything. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, so, for me, I'm just, I've been a part of, like, just seeing him on the comeback and seeing him on the journey back. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't know a lot about him, right? So, I think tonight could be a, dude, you know how Willie Green is, bro. Like, if this dude's 100% healthy and he's back. Willie Green will play, dude. Willie Green will play play, play his ass, right? Like, dude, he'll play him like twenty minutes tonight. Oh yeah, never know, bro. Honestly, and never know. He's Willie Green. I think is so good at saying, you know, that next man up mentality. If you have an opportunity, I'll give it to you, but you need to take it. You know, he might put, he right. might put you in, but if you play, you know, dog shit, well, he take you out. You can sit back alongside me, you know. Um, he does it with Jonas. He yeah. does it with Jonas all the time, bro. Jonas starts playing really bad. Dude, Willie Green will take him out and play Larry Nance. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Billy Hernan Gomez, mm-hmm. they put him in. One of the games came in, had no impact. It was like, sorry, mate. You know, this was your chance. You know, you, you got to right. sit back down. Like, um, Hey, we're still a team, yeah. but you ain't going to play. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I did. And I think his ability to be able to communicate with those guys, it must be, it must be tough, you know, as these guys at the bottom of the bench who want to play that on other teams probably would, you know, to be able to keep everyone pointing in the same direction, I think is, is a skill that not many coaches have. And I think we're pretty blessed to have Willie oh. Green. Willie Green is a plus in communication. That's why everything's, I think, I mean, it's gotta be at least 50% of why everything's going so well is because he is just elite at, at relating, communicating uh, to the players. Honestly, and you know, there needs. I think there needs to be more of an agenda to get him like coach of the year because if this team continues on the trajectory it's on at the moment, you know, you compare it to last year, which he took over, to this year, well, it's been it's been all rise. You know, this might be famous mm-hmm. last words. We don't know what happens in the future, but at the moment, he started woefully and just you know, the trajectory's going up. Oh, so. Are we still number one in the West or are we two? Uh, we were number West, uh, number one this morning. Uh, we're tied with Memphis at the moment. Uh, may have changed overnight. We are, yeah, still number one. Tied number one with Memphis. Um, a game ahead of Denver. So, you know, that's I think, impressive. Yeah, I think if we stay in the top three of the West the whole year, uh, Willie Green is, I mean, come on, bro. He's got to get coach of the year, bro. Surely. He's yeah. I mean, dude, there's so many Pelicans fans that are going to cash in on this team if things <laughs> keep going towards your trajectory. I mean, we all put bets on the future future props and stuff, man. Like, we all going to be going to, you know, buying 
a new car, maybe, dude. Who knows? We've been driving Lamborghinis around in New Orleans <laughs> come June. We'll, <laughs> um, like, I think it was like, Mr. what was that movie? Mr. Deeds, maybe, when that, when that happens at the end? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, one of the great films. Um, oh, I love that film. That is so good. Um, it is. <laughs> All his, he made, dude, he made nothing but bangers at one he point, did. bro. You had to see he went on, Yeah, he went on a real heater, eight And just <laughs> dominated those, uh, it was late 90s where he just, yeah, smashed out about five or six movies, seven movies maybe in a row that were just timeless. Still quoted. Dude, watching, dude, watching Big Daddy for me, dude, it makes me feel like, like, I don't know, bro, like, my life is just okay, you yeah. know? Like, everything's okay. You know, like just watching that simple film, Big Daddy. Such a great film. You know, it's just like, just, I just, I'm just happy to be here after watching that. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you 100. Um, percent So we take these Utah Jazz. We don't know what the what it's going to be like. I think the adjustments need to be. You know, we've got to shoot more threes. We've got to hit more threes. We've got to make our free throws. It's all well and good to get there, mm. but you've got to. That's and if that's between the ears, well, guys, got to get. You know, you get the concentration up and execute at the free throw line. You can't leave, you know, so many, I think it was 10 or 12 free throws at the line, which is just woeful. Um, they, 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 they're not all the way down in free throws, bro. No, nah, nah. and I think all year it's been like that. You know, there's been games where yeah. we just like shoot 60% from the free throw line. You're like, well, lucky you're taking 30 attempts. Otherwise, <laughs> we're going to be in some yeah. strife. Yeah. Um, Yes, I mean, if there's one thing you can knock Zion on, he just he ain't that good at the free throw yeah. line. Oh, he ain't that great, yeah. you know? Oh, he can go through bits where he hits 10 in a row and then he'll miss 10 <sighs> in a row. <laughs> you like, oh, right. Um, you know, and but I think, especially with him, you know, he recognizes he's like, well, that's on me to execute that. And he, you know, he's always oh, in Fred yeah. Vincent's ear. You can see on the broadcast, you know, <clears> chatting <throat> and saying, well, it's feeling a bit foreign to me today. How are we going to adjust that? And, you know, he gets in the gym and, and that sort of stuff, which, you know, that's what you want from your stars, to, to own the shortcomings and, and you know, improve. Um, yeah, and, Zion, and Zion's good at, you know, you hear Antonio Daniels say this all the time, Zion is very good at adjusting mentally during the game. So if he sees something, he checks it, and it usually it ain't a problem again. You know, or it is a problem for the other team. Yeah, yeah. This is how they're guarding me. Oh, well, good luck. Um, you know, I saw a, um, a meme the other day, and it was like, oh, the, the defender uh, knows that Zion is going to fake right, spin to his left, score it. And Zion right. says, I'm going to go to my right, spin to my left, and score it. And it's like, oh, it's yeah. two points. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's, there's nothing he can do when he gets on... on well, gets to his left, basically. It's it's over. Um, and yep. now we're seeing that little midi jump shot he's taken and three-pointer. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, do you think that that is part of the game going forward is he has to bring those elements into into his game to really hit that upper echelon of player? Don't have to even be all of them, yeah. bro. If he just gets one of them down, dude. If yeah. he gets that mid-range down, bro, it's game over, bro. See you later, dude. Like... He's already a problem when you expecting him coming to the rim, expecting him yeah. coming to the rim. Like, like you can sit there with a whole row of people, and he's gonna get to the bucket. You know, now if he if he does develop a mid range, bro, yeah, dude, bro, that's what all the greats do. Though yeah. they're gonna have a couple things that they're really really great at. Yeah, you got to keep him guessing, and 
you know, <coughs> this is what he's doing without without him guessing. And you know that yeah, he's, he's jumping through five players every time and still laying it in like he's by himself. I mean, I play yep. D grade men's social basketball and I can't lay <laughs> yeah. the ball up by myself. So you know, like, I don't yeah, know how I he's play doing against it. The, the air all the yeah, I play against the air all the time and can't <laughs> put it in. So. I get rejected by the rim, and he's up there like <laughs> hands up above it, and above four defenders that are all seven foot tall. Yeah, um, oh, honestly, he's a he's a, he's an absolute weapon. And when you've got a player like that, you know the sky's the limit for this team. And the, I, I suppose the big thing is this is not even our final form. You know, Brandon Ingram sitting there yeah. just had news a couple of days ago that his toe is back another week, uh, still getting that toe right, which frustrating for him you know disappointing as well because we want to see this team as a whole but you think obviously Brandon would be chomping at the bit to get back um what do you think the potential is for this team when you can assemble this this everyone you know do you, do you think the sky's the limit or I mean of course but I also you know I'm more you know I'm scared for that day because I just like I like the flow of our team right now, and 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 it's like you add another, and I'm not, I'm not it's inevitable, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna happen, but I'm just telling you how I feel. Like it's, dude, it may take a while to get them flowing again, and that's the thing about injuries, bro. That's the thing about injuries, bro. And the Pelicans just cannot get away from them, bro. They they can't even even when they at their best status, where we at right now, number one in the West. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram's not playing. Yeah. So it's just like, we can't ever get away from him, bro. And it's just, I don't know what that does when he comes back. Because to me, it just makes it to where they got to play a few games and get back used to each other. Yeah. And sometimes, bro, that's not a good thing. Yeah, no, I agree. I think there's going to be some teething issues trying to bring someone back in, especially someone with <coughs> usage and, you know, the, the skill set and how many shots, you know, you're <coughs> bringing in your your seventh man back into the rotation or something. You know, you bring in now, a starter in. <clears throat> now, don't get me wrong. You know, we're going to be okay. Yeah. I'm not yeah. – I don't want it to come across like, oh, man, I don't know if it's going to work out. No, I'm just saying, like, I just – I'm sc- we're doing so good mm-hmm. that I, I'm scared for, like, the, the games that we're going to have to kind of sit back to get accustomed to each other again. Yeah. That's all I'm saying, bro. Like, but we're going to be fine. I mean – the depth of this team is just at a titanic level. Yeah. Um, it's it's the depth is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, you you said Kyra Lewis is coming back. You know, we've never even seen that dude play. So top twenty pick, it's just lottery pick. You know, <laughs> like yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, and when you've got guys like that, you know, Jose goes down, who was an undrafted free agent two-way, uh, you know, then all of a sudden he's your, he's your sixth man. He goes down, you bring another guy in the same sort of mould. Um, it is really impressive to see. Um, honestly, I, I agree. I think there's going to be a, a, some teething issues when they work him back in. But, you know, this, the well, I suppose the worst thing with injuries is that had he been playing, we're 25 games in with all of these guys clicking. You know, unfortunately, yeah. we've had like CJ having COVID, Jose out with the ribs, Herb Jones has been injured. Guys have missed games yeah. like every single game. We haven't had a whole team. Brandon obviously been injured, and um, I think it was someone else, but I forget. Oh, maybe that was it. 
But uh, you know that was enough. That's enough. <laughs> enough. Injuries. Yeah, no. But, uh, they trust me. They're doing. They're, they're doing way better than how it, you had the seasons used to start. Oh yeah. You know the seasons used to start, bro. Everybody was out right away. Yeah. But um, that kind of happened in the beginning of this year, like for a very short period of time, because Zion had missed those couple we games for the, yeah. for. And, and, dude, when he came back, bro, he came back as a full-blown transformer, dude. Yeah. This dude, bro, I'm telling you, bro, that fall on the back, that was it. He said he, – because we were – because you got to be honest, bro, it was devastating to see oh, him go out that soon. Honestly, honestly. And, uh, you know, the narrative, you could just see pockets of the narrative saying, oh, you know, and you're like, well, he literally got pushed out of the air. Um, so, dude, it's a hard <laughs> fall. You know, he landed directly on his back. Um, and, you know, I think it hit his reset button because he come back with a vengeance, like you said. Dude. Man, different. Absolutely different. Um, but honestly, uh, like I, uh, like you said, you know, I think this is going to be a really good team going forward. I think we're in a really good spot. And, um, but yeah, I'm excited. But uh, can you give us yeah, a... Well, I appreciate your time today, mate. It's been really good, you know, shooting yeah, the shit man. with you and... And chatting, can you let us know where we can find you? What's coming up? What's going on? Where we can get your merch? Everything that I mean, I think three quarters of New Orleans wearing one at the moment. But if you can let us know where to get everything, that'd be great. Yeah, the one I'm wearing right now is is from the the famous Camellia Red Beans uh, down here, uh, made in 1923. But this is basically a, a red bean that says no lawn. It was a great idea by Camellia for real. Like when I first looked at it, I just thought it was a red bean. And, and then I didn't know until like a week later that it said no longer. And I was like, dude, this is a good idea. So, good. so shout out to shout out to them. Um, you can find me on Twitter, man. You know where I'm at. Um, if you ever really want to see what's going on with me, it's on Twitter. It's at Snow Lake John, J-O-N-N. Um, you know, I'm on all that uh, platforms. You can just look up Hold the Mayo. I'm on everything. Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook, you know, etc. But, um, Merch, I, I sell red beans, I sell hot plate shirts, and I sell salad shirts. It's crazy, bro. Like, I would never envision this 20 years ago when I was sitting in a classroom that one day I'd be selling salad shirts. But that's where I'm at right now. Respect your body. <laughs> and I am, bro. I'm eating some, some fresh cranberries right now. Right, look at you. You know, res- respect your body. Um, and yeah, dude, you can find that www.hgmsports.com. Uh, that's where my shirts are. And I'll, I'm, I'd love to mail you one. A fresh hand wrapped from right here in Spreadfield. Oh, Wars. mate, appreciate that. That'll be, uh, I'll be rocking it in Perth, WA. They'll be asking me what's going on there. And I said, just respect your body. You know, greatest tradition, the, greatest tradition in the world. Um, that's it baby but yeah I appreciate your time mate it has been wonderful chatting with you we'll have to do it again sometime awesome to chat with you on the 250th episode of the podcast um, it's been a grind but thanks to everyone out there that has supported us and, and jumped on and it has um, it's been great to see the show continue to grow and get wonderful guests like Devin on here and uh, it, um, it, it's been really good so with that, I think we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll get out of here. And, of course, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm Lyle Swithenbank, joined by Devin Snow today. Um, go and check us out on Twitter, at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank, at Snow Like John with a double N. And stay safe. And, of course, bye. Respect your body. Well, and respect your body. Exactly right.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.